Welcome to the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 180. And coming up on this one, the Leafs' four-game win streak comes to an end with a 4-3 OT loss to the Dirty Blackhawks. Shout out, Nylander's point streak ends at 17 games. We got one segment tonight, just the tip. All this and more coming up on episode 180 of the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast. American Thanksgiving, here we are. Little afternoon delight, 2 p.m. action. Don't love it. Looked like the boys were a little stuffed, I'd say, Chad. Just like the Thanksgiving turkey. Absolutely stuffed. Oh, brother. Let's hit the intro. Well, welcome everybody to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, on Twitter, Tip in Podcast, TikTok, Tip in Podcast. And you can donate to the show at patreon.com backslash the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast if you want. Sorry about that. I was fixing my headphones. Dale, sometimes in the afternoon, yeah. a Blackhawk can just come out of nowhere yes and ruin your day yes okay that's that's a good way to look at it man i wasn't really thinking about it that way but i i understand that completely yeah you're right blackhawks you gotta like they're coming at you in every direction you gotta you're dodging and weaving you never know you gotta yeah you're i, I understand you gotta, be, that. you gotta be fucking heads up man yeah you gotta be heads up when the blackhawks are flying at you so yeah i, I understand that man um I don't know anything off the top. You get anything cooking Black Friday wise? It's Black Friday here today, everywhere. I guess whatever. I did. Uh, my wife went out shopping. She said it wasn't that good. You do anything like online or whatever? Like I couldn't even. I wouldn't even attempt going to the fucking stores. But no, no, I, I would. I, I wouldn't. I don't like going to the stores any day, especially not fucking Black Friday. No way, right? No I steer chance. clear of that shit. But apparently. It wasn't from what I've heard, the sales weren't that great anyway. Look pretty Canadian Black Friday is not like American Black Friday. Oh no, not at all. It looked pretty busy out anyway, though. Like people oh, were still yeah. looking for deals, but uh anyway, whatever. Black Friday, fucking whatever, man. Um Black Ox, Black Friday, here we go. But uh look, man, like I guess I would start anything off the top or you want to, I got a, I got a few things kind of jotted down here. Like, do you want to anything off the top or do you want me to just start no, going let's get through? It. We're probably okay. going to, they, they play Pittsburgh tomorrow. So we're probably going to do another podcast either tomorrow yeah. night or Sunday morning. Yeah. This, this week, probably Sunday, probably Sunday, but uh, look like, okay. Why change a winning lineup? Now I know there wasn't a ton of changes here, but they did, Timmons was healthy, so they took Benoit out. I think they sent Benoit to the minors. Not that I'm like, oh, Benoit, whatever. Timmons, like, but they were winning. And okay, has has the fourth line been as good as it was the first couple games without Reeves? Well, no, but it's only been three games, and they've won every game. So mm -hmm. why, like, why make that change? Like, just why? I, I just like, 
I don't think that that's what cost them the game, but I just don't like, it's not what cost them the game. Sorry. But I just still don't see like, why change it? They had just won four in a row. Why would you change the fucking lineup? Why, why now? Yeah. I thought the same thing when I saw it. The only thing I could think is that they wanted to get Reeves back into the lineup. They wanted to get Timmons back into the lineup and they probably thought Chicago's a good game to do that against because Chicago's not a very good team. Okay. Taylor okay. Hall's not playing. Corey Perry. Don't know what the hell's going on with Corey Perry. Like, yep. There's that's not a real good Blackhawks team. Terrible. They had just lost five in a row coming into yeah. tonight. They're five and twelve on the season. They had just lost five games in a row. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. So I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing here. It's a good way. Like, you're not if it was the Boston Bruins, you probably don't change the lineup. But they get Reeves back in because he hasn't played. He didn't play in the Sweden trip. Okay. What are you going to do? I think I, they I, looked at it and they thought, okay, it's the Chicago Blackhawks. We should be able to pull out a win here, no matter who's playing. Okay. I can I can reason with that. I can reason with that. I can't reason with this, however. Why weren't they wearing the blue buckets? Oh, what the God. hell, man? They were perfect with the blue buckets in Sweden. You come back. The first game back, you decide to go back. To, see, I don't know the – ins and outs of this like are they allowed to do it are they not like i don't fucking know but oh man like why would you go away from the blue buckets after two (laughs) big wins it just doesn't make any fucking sense like i don't know he changes the lot keith changes the lineup minor tweaks but he changes the lineup they don't wear the blue buckets they wear the white buckets and here we are with like a 4-3 overtime loss turnover like crazy that they didn't wear the blue buckets right like i mean let's get serious here come on yeah why why cha- why change anything you know what well, i mean that's what i'm saying like why you'd won four in a row now's not the time to be changing shit up like it's just not the right time to be doing that anyway whatever um these guys were stuffed right like i mean oh, yeah. i i imagine like there's not a ton of americans on the team but i imagine last night they probably were in chicago and there's probably turkey fucking dinners flying around the hotel or something. I don't know. Or the road, like going out for dinner, whatever. I bet you these guys were just loaded up on that stuff. And they were like, we got a, we got Blackhawks coming at us tomorrow. Let's start stuffing it early here, fellas. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. Be prepared, right? Like you got to be prepared. You don't know. Can you, you don't bl- know when it's going to come. Can you believe <laughs> That's what she said. Can you blame it on the, on the jet lag coming back from Sweden? Yeah, you can. A little bit. Like I don't. There's Can no you blame excuses. it on the fact that you've only played two games in twelve days. Oh, but it's Chicago, man. Like, I know it's but Chicago. Let's, let's let's be real though. For the first 25, 30 minutes of this game, yeah, Toronto completely dominated. Sure, like, completely they sure dominated. did. I mean, after the first ten minutes, it could have been four nothing Toronto. It should have been, but it wasn't. The big boys didn't show up. I'll get a little more into that later. But like. It was a turn. Okay, so you're right. But from there on out, it was basically a turnover fest by the fucking Leafs. They were up 3-1 in this hockey game. They blow a fucking 3-1 lead and lose it 4-3 in a in overtime. Like, they, sh- I just don't see – there's no excuses. I don't see any way that they should have lost this hockey game. It's just like, when do you want to get serious about playing hockey, Toronto? Like, when do you want to get serious about it? Like – how do you not come on, man? Like, I mean, if this was if this was Boston, if their first game back was against Boston, or if it was Tampa or something, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, who are we talking about here? 
This should be like half asleep. This, this, is this not the second time they've lost to Chicago? Yeah, it is the second like, time they've lost to the Blackhawks. What the fuck? Like, oh, God, man. I don't know. Like, I, there's just no excuses. Like, obviously, you can say whatever, like, jet lag, not you, but just they can say whatever they want to say or spin it however they want to spin it. And I know they're back at it tomorrow night against Pittsburgh, but 3-1 lead blowing to Chicago. To Chicago. Like, how do you do that? How do you even do that? I have no idea. Well, I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you exactly how they fucking do it. Here's how you do it. You do it with fucking soft defense and shitty goaltending. That's how you fucking do it right there. Yeah. But when you say soft defense, that includes the forwards too. Soft team defense. Yeah. It's soft the, it's defensive play. And you're right. The big boys. I mean, I thought the JT Nylander Bertuzzi line again was was buzzing at the, at the beginning of the at game. At the beginning, and then crickets. Crickets. Well, yeah, but that was the same with the whole team. The whole team was kind of buzzing. Matt, well, Matthews and Marner, they, I don't no. know what's going on there. Matthew Nyes, that, that line, what's up with it? I have no idea. I think, they were, I, I think they were a minus two. They weren't that good in Sweden either, really. Like, I know Matthews had a goal or whatever, but they haven't been great as of late. Marner has not played well. No, he hasn't been his regular Mitch Marner self. We haven't seen that yet where he's kind of comes into a like he he's so explosive when he's on his game, right? Like there are three or four times during the game where you're like, holy shit. Did you see that play Mitch just made? He's not doing that. And then no. even in overtime, like what the hell was going on in overtime? Just drop passes to nobody like I don't know, just holding on to the puck for way too long and then taking shots from way too far out. Like Nylander had the breakaway that probably should have ended the game and they should have got the four, three win, but you shouldn't have been in overtime to begin with. A hundred percent, man. So yeah, Nylander's streak is over at 17 games. He had chances in the first period. He had a chance to get a goal or an assist. And in overtime, <laughs> he hit every fucking post. <laughs> Hit the crossbar, hit the post. The puck just didn't go in. But uh, anyway, hell of a run by Nylander. Um, yeah. Incredible 17-game point streak to to start the season. He almost won an OT. Didn't happen, but... He almost, uh, he almost had a, like a point in the first shift. He did, yeah. Like they like you said, that... was wasn't all around they, the net. They really were. And then kind of just like not very noticeable in this game after that at all. The Nylander line, the top line, just... It, Okay, they didn't have it. I guess we can chalk it up to that, but I still just don't love Chicago. No, no, I know. And like, the, the okay, the, fair enough. But like the Leafs didn't have it. I, I guess we can chalk it up to like, I don't know. I, I still just don't like the fact that, like, I'm not going to throw excuses out here. Like, I don't like the fact that I can't wrap my head around the fact that you're up 3-1 against Chicago. Yes, you make it 4-1, the game's fucking over, but they let them back and they let them back. They blow a 3-1 lead and lose it in overtime. Like, I just can't, I can't get behind that. I can't put a positive, there's no positive spin to put on this. Like, what, they played me, shitty, they played shitty defensively. The goaltending fucking was shit, in my opinion. Go uh, ahead. That, that's Go what ahead. I, no, that's what I was going to ask you about, about your, your impression of Samsonov. Did you think? Not good. So two of the goal, the overtime goal was just, it was just a weird Weird bounce off his back. But two of the goals, the first Chicago goal and the one that tied it at the very yep. start of the third period. Yeah. I mean, the first one, they were wrist shots and they were kind of hidden yeah. uh, behind the defenseman. But he was screened. He was he was screened a bit. At the same time, he looks like he's not. I, I don't know goaltending, 
but he looks like he's not in position. Those look like shots that should just hit the goalie. They were saying in the not. they were saying in the intermission on TSN that he was like that first goal specifically. He was right on the goal line. Like he yeah, wasn't even out, he wasn't even out I mean. playing an angle. He was like back on the fucking goal line. Like what like, are you doing, man? You know you're going to get screened. Goalies know they're going to get screened, so they position themselves to kind of you know you play the percentages. Like there's an eighty percent chance this puck's going to hit me, no matter if the guy takes a shot right now. But Samsonov, there's so much open net. Like you and shouldn't just, be letting in soft wrist shots from the top of the circle. And it's but it's not like they're pegging corners or whatever. Like it no. went right through them. It That's went right I through them. That's what I mean. Like I, I I'm not a goaltending expert, but I just feel like he's got to be out of position because these soft shots shouldn't just be fluttering over your pad. Dude, you know what? Like, okay, the thing with the goalies here, like uh, Samsonov in particular, but I, I guess Wall to a lesser extent, but still Wall as well. Like uh, tonight's or this afternoon was a perfect example of how the team didn't have it. Wouldn't it be nice if like, you got a goalie in there that can just fucking steal, like steal you a game that like, you know, don't let in that second and third goal. Yeah. Like this Steve wouldn't even be stealing a game. This would be, as we would say, this head Samsonov just kept it to three, one end of the game. We would have been like stiff Hawk. Cause Chicago didn't really play that great. Yeah. It was a sweaty hog though. <laughs> oh, it was a sweaty hog for sure. But no, you're like, but, but like stealing a game is almost like a spread Eagle where, you know, the team had the other team has 40 shots, but you hold them in and you get the win. This is you're not even asking them to steal the game. You're like, okay, can you just hold Chicago to one goal? We're, we'll yeah. let them shoot from the outside, just holding the one goal. And he's like, like I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not pinning the loss on him, but he didn't help. He didn't help the Matt. He didn't help the, the effort to like, no, he didn't he help. Didn't. He didn't help him. So, but he's, like, he's, also, bad play. I mean, he's played one game. He's only played one game in 12. 12 days fair so what so what like so no i'm just saying like with the, with, i know he's rested but at the same time you know what it's like anytime you get out of your rhythm on anything like that like you know if, if you're a guy who exercises all the time or if you're a guy who does this all the time and then you take 12 days off and only do it once it is tough to get back into the rhythm it is but sometimes like guys will rise to the occasion and be like you know just we've had yeah. some time off the first game back and they're really good like, look, it, and by, from, you think he would get better as the game went on, but I felt like he was getting worse as the game went on. For sure. Like, look, for me with the goalies, like, remember back in the day when the Leafs had Cujo and Belfour and like if the team basically played a piss poor or put forth a piss poor effort in front of them, those guys would win. You. How many games did Cujo and Eddie Belfour win the Leafs that they had no business fucking winning? I'll did tell you, you right? I'll tell you right? this. The Ottawa Senators would have a lot more goddamn playoff series victories if it wasn't for Cujo and Eddie Belfort. Right? Because they so, had better teams and they shelled Toronto. Like, where, where is that type? And I'm not talking that, but just, like, give us something where, like, the team is not really in it. So the goalie, step the fuck, whether it's Samsonov or Wall, whatever, we can just say. It's been many occasions, but, like, let's just say tonight, for example, like, Step up and win them a fucking game. Like, make the saves. Don't let in the fucking tying goal. And just, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? It's frustrating because we so, we had we had such a, a luxury with those guys in particular, Curtis Joseph and Eddie Belfort. We're like, I, dude, like, we yeah, would want. Like, that shows how, you how hard it is 
to find those guys because that, know, like, that was I like know. 20 years ago. No, I know. I know. And I think the closest we've had since then is Freddie Anderson. For sure. Like I'm not comparing these, these two guys to, to Cujo and Eddie Belfort. I'm just saying like there once was a time when we had guys back there that could, the team could kind of play like shit or not have it on a night. And we would still fucking win because the goaltending would get the fucking job done here. We don't know what we're fucking getting from game to game. It's like Samsonov might be okay tonight or he might be fucking shit. Wall, well, he might be okay, but he might let in fucking five. We don't know. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. The goal it's, is- it's it's deflating for the team. You, you when that third goal went in, you could just see it on the Toronto bench. When Chicago scored in the very first shift on a wrist shot, uh yeah, they were just like fuck. Because get- they were probably hoping, okay, if we can just get out of here. You know, if we can just get out of here with the win, like just hold them for one period, just beat them one period. We're good to go. Before we move off the goalies, I guess I just, all I'm trying to say here is that it would just be nice once in a while because it really never happens. I can't really recall the last time it happened. Hasn't happened this season. I don't believe it would just be nice once in a while that when the team doesn't fucking have it, the one of the goalies steps up and fucking wins them the fucking game anyway. Okay, just to sum that up, I would argue that the two 4-1 deficits to Tampa where Joseph Wall came in and they made the comeback. Okay, that was fair. probably your closest thing because yep. he could not give up another goal and he didn't in those games. Or maybe he okay. gave up one. But- yeah, so Wall. Wall might be in the conversation, but Samson off? I think Absolutely not. Wall, Wall teeters closer to he'll give you a better start. I feel more confident Joseph Wall is going to give me a better start. With Samson off, I don't know. I don't know. And this didn't this happen to him in Washington? He lost his confidence and they were oh. kind of like, okay, we got to get rid of this guy. I, I I can okay. When he last year he played so well and whatever, but like a little bit larger of a sample size now. Like I can kind of see maybe why Washington was like, eh, like maybe we move, maybe we move off of this guy. Yeah. Like Go- goaltenders, you have to have such a like a you have to have a good head on your shoulder. Like look at Jack Campbell in Edmonton. He's not even in Edmonton. No, I know, but you know, playing what I mean? in the fucking minors, and he can barely win a game down there. But Jack's not strong mentally; like he, no, his confidence not. breaks, and he can't get it back. And I get that from Samsonov. That first interview oh, he, no, at he's the start not. of the year, when he's like, "Oh, I play like shit," he is. He's not there mentally. He said, "Did you watch the post game after this one before we did this podcast?" No. What did he, he say? Said, Same thing. Played like played shit. Like, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should just ride Joseph Wall for a bit. I was thinking that, but I don't think Sheldon Keefe's going to do that. Not at this point. It's still like tonight was the, they're almost at the 20 game mark, but like, I think you got to try to get them both going. Like there, I don't think you can pull the shoot on Samson off as of just yet, but I don't know. We'll see. But all this goalie talk and blowing the three, one lead chat, I'll tell you what, and it's getting colder outside and they just lost to, 4-3 in overtime to the Blackhawks, blowing a 3-1 lead. Oh, goodness. I think the only thing to do this weekend, folks, is spend a little time in front of your phone, your tablet, or your desktop with our friends at Brazzers. Chad, would you like to take a little minute and hear from them? I sure would. Or us, really, just telling you what it's all about. <laughs> Let's hear it. Chad, what's the matter? Well, Dale, I guess... 
guess I've just been feeling a little down, you know, because like I love podcasting, but I find there's something missing. There's got to be something else that I love other than just podcasting. Chad, wipe those tears away. There's only two things I know how to do. I never get down. I love podcasts just as much as you. The second thing I love is porn, but not just any porn, specifically Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com? That's right, Brazzers.com. What is it? Take a little sneak peek at Brazzers.com. Why don't you bring it up right now? I can't look at this on my computer. Is there any way I could watch it in private on my phone? Absolutely. Privacy settings galore. Brazzers.com has all your pornography needs. Well, this is great. I am so much happier now. Brazzers.com. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome, Chad. Brazzers.com. That's right. Warm up this winter and uh, head on down to Brazzers.com. Don't forget, you can actually, this is a real thing. You can buy a Brazzers.com gift card. So you, I mean, if... You know, if 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 grandma passed away a few months ago and you just want to get grandpa a nice little gift, 50 bucks to Brazzers.com will go a long way. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year round, Brazzers.com, the official, unofficial. No, I think I said that wrong. The Forget it. The official, yeah. unofficial sponsor. Something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, love that. Love that. Um, I think, look, now I wasn't going to do this here because whatever, but when I saw Reeves, okay, so Reeves gets back in the lineup, whatever. He finally was on the ice for not a goal against, but he scored. digging himself out of the hole. Slowly but surely. Ten goals against now, one four. Well, Reeves has been on the ice, but uh, I wasn't, look, I thought maybe this was a tip-in. I wasn't sure. But when they went to the TSN panel and Drager said, Reeves with the nice tip-in, I'm like, all right, fuck, whatever. Let's just do it. So this is going to be the shortest edition ever of Just the Tip. But, Chad, let's just do it right now. It's time for Just the Tip. Perhaps play a little game called Just the Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. How about we play a little game called Just the Tip? All right, so how did you how did, did you see this? Because I agree with you. I was like, I don't think because I'm watching the game. I know we're doing a podcast after. I see the goal get in, and I'm like, I doubt Dale. I doubt Dale calls that a tip. This is the worst tipping I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, it's a sloppy, sloppy tip. Very sloppy. He just happened to be in the. I don't even know who fucking passed it to him. Was it a camp or I Gregor? I don't even know who it was. Anyway, whatever. All that matters here, folks, is that. Look, we've shit on this guy all season long. They lost the game, but Reeves did get his first goal of the season. It happened to be going to do this if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, using quotation marks here. It happened to be a tip-in, kind of. Uh, If Drager calls it a tip-in, I guess he knows what's up, kind of. (laughs) Quotation marks there, too. Drager knows what's up. But... uh, Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, it just it was a tipping. So let just we've shit on him, right? Like for basically two months straight. So give him a little bit of credit here. Welcome to the club, Ryan Reeves. His first tip in as a Toronto Maple Leafs, his first goal as a Toronto Maple Leaf. Just the tip, Ryan Reeves. Nothing special here. 
I don't see nope. it. Nothing special, but hey, yeah, we can call it a tip. We can call it a tip. So if you want to add anything, please do. <laughs> a tip. Now, word has it that he is going to go home and stuff a little tip in later. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's a lot better at that tip in than he is in front of the net. But so, anyway. First goal tonight, tip in, but I think when he gets to the hotel in Pittsburgh this evening, there might be another little tip in sliding in somewhere. Is that going to be like stuff in the turkey? Possibly. Is it going to be stuff in the wife? Possibly. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Something's going to be cooking down there in Pittsburgh. But uh, anyway, Chad, listen to this. <laughs> we were talking about this. We're going to start winding it down here, man. Listen to this. <laughs> We kind of called this, like, we're not the only ones, but, like, we saw this coming. John Klingberg, Johnny Klingberg, left behind in Sweden just like we knew was going to happen. He yeah, we is, called it. He is in absolutely no man's land right now. Sorry. Oh, sorry. What's that? Oh, no, not no man's land. Robida Island. Book it. Book it. Book it. Ru Klingberg, Chad. Wet pucker dry stick out of nowhere. Wet pucker dry stick. Klingberg will not play another game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Wet puck. Wet puck, right? He's Wet done. Puck. He's this guy's done, right? He's oh, yeah. In, he's he's on Robot. He's on Robota Island. Like they did it. L T I R. And you know until, what? Until they decide he needs surgery and then he's done for the fucking season. It's done. The money's off the books. He is fucking stuffed like the thanksgiving turkey this guy is he got out. but he got four and change so good for him he still was gonna he, get it still gonna get his money but well, he's still gonna get his money and he managed like the way he's talking is he he's been banged up for years so for him to him and his agent to pull out that contract for awesome. one more year to get four and change that's pretty good man pretty good you, but yeah you, he's you, definitely you, gone to robota island the you, think part, you think tree living might have wanted like to wanted to have like dug a little deeper there like with the medical, like, you know what I, I mean? Think, I think, and this is what I don't, I don't like when GMs do this and uh, free living. If you look at his record, he has a tendency to do this, but on free agency day, when he, when he swung for the fences, no, nah, he didn't swing for the fences, but when he tried to get Shen and he tried to get a couple other guys and he's just swinging a mess, I think he panicked and he just blew his wad all over John Klingberg and was like, here you go. Here's money. Come play. You shouldn't do that, and now he's he's lucky he's in Toronto in a city where they're like, okay, we'll just make the money disappear. I know, right? Yeah. I know. But it's just funny because he was playing every day. He was playing every game. Yeah. Got hurt in preseason, though. He did. Okay, yeah, but he was playing every game to start the year. He was quarterbacking the power play, and then his game starts to fall off just a little bit, Yeah, and then it starts to fall off a lot. Yeah. And then he's got a little, just a little injury. So we're just going to keep him out of the lineup. Yeah. They do that. Then they bring him back to play and he's still shit. So they're like, oh, he's still kind of, you know, still kind of banged, yeah, banged, yeah, banged up a little bit. <laughs> and then they go Big to Sweden. Then time they go, go to Sweden, his home country. Can't play. And then he never comes home. Never comes home. No. Isn't it's just that, crazy. Yeah. Like I know it is. It it all and this is all within the first like five weeks of the season or six weeks. Just crazy. It is crazy. Anyway, he's still driving around looking for the plane. Hundred yeah. percent. He's just <laughs> lost. He's just like anyway. He'll be fine. But he might. 
Mike Johnson was saying, like, potentially he his his career might be done. Yeah. It's possible. Would you, would you sign him after Not this? Not a chance. But like, well, it would have to be no, I wouldn't personally, but would would somebody sign him for like he's gonna have to maybe work his way back, like league minimum. I never thought Murray would get a fucking like who yeah. Matt Matt Murray. Like we've got two we got two guys on the island this year. Oh my god. Matt Murray. Well, Matt Murray's around, but Matt Murray's had surgery and he's getting paid not to play. Klingberg's now gone there. It's crazy, man. Anyway, whatever. Who's next? Who's next? Well, fuck. I love that it clears the cap space, though. I absolutely love that. We'll get more yeah. in it. Like, I don't like talking like potential. Friedman is floating out there, Tanev still, and like some different well, stuff. But... I'll ask you this, though. When you saw that he had gone to Robodai or that they had left him in Stockholm, were you? I was thinking right away, okay, there's a trade. There's a trade coming down the pipe. No, I wasn't thinking that. When they put him on LTIR, I was like, I bet we might hear a trade in the next couple of days because they could have something on the table, but Tree Living's like, all right, well, first I got to free up the cap space. Then we can make the deal. It would have been a night. <laughs> it would have been a nice time to make a deal after you had just won four straight and you were are like dealing from a position slightly of strength rather than who knows what's going to happen now if they start sliding after they come home from Sweden. But anyway, whatever Klingberg's gone. Like it, I, I don't think we'll see him again, but stranger things have happened, but I, I think he just magically disappears and that's the end of that. But last thing I got before we go, Chad is, the Toronto Maple Leafs have taken seven too many men on the ice penalties this season, which leads the NHL. This was the 18th game the team has played this season. Seven, seven too many men on the ice penalties. They're a fucking NHL team. Is this coaching? Is this just lack of fucking concentration by the players? Not who no, like not reading the play, not knowing who's over the boards next. Help me explain or help me understand this, please. It's both. I mean, anytime there's a too many men on the ice penalty, they usually blame the coach. But, you know, anybody knows if you've played any level of hockey ever, too many men on the ice penalty always happens because you're not paying attention. That's why it happens. You the coach taps you on the back. He's like, you're up next. And you just fucking like jump out on the ice or you don't you forget who your man is that you're taking off or you're just not paying attention and that's not a good sign that these guys on a regular basis keep doing it don't even know who's on the ice or how many guys are on the ice seven times in 18 games think about that i know that's fucking crazy that and would it, drive the coach fucking mental like he would be laying awake at night thinking what the fuck are these guys doing and i would understand if they were taking these during like when keith pulls the blender out because that gets a little more confusing, right? When he's switching all the lines, like, who's playing with who? But he hasn't really done that. And you're still <laughs> taking the too many penalty or too many men on the ice. It's a dumb one. When that happened today, I actually thought about that. I was going to text you and say, how many is that this year? Seven. Leads the league. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. Anyway, that's all I got for tonight. We'll be back, Chad. We'll be back. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. They're going to Pittsburgh tomorrow. Joseph yeah. Wall will be in goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Kyle Dubas will get to see his old team for the first time. Yeah, we'll be back Sunday night. We'll have an episode up probably late Sunday night. Be ready to go for Monday morning, all that stuff. 
yeah so listen everybody for the tip in maple leafs podcast thank you for listening um once again follow us on social media at the tip in maple leafs podcast on facebook instagram youtube at tip in podcast on tiktok and twitter uh also if you can um spotify now has reviews you can leave a five-star review on spotify so if you listen to us on spotify if you could go there and uh, you like the show you could give us a five-star review same with apple music but spotify i didn't know spotify had the stars i use apple music to listen to my podcast and i checked out spotify and we could really use a couple of reviews to uh, or a couple five stars to boost us up so if you could do that we really appreciate it and until next time i'm chad i'm dale we will a little dubious action chatty tomorrow night that should be an interesting one coming off of this 3-1 blowing lead loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. Shout out. Thanks for Ooh. watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Go Leafs, go. Let's start a new win streak tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. Let's get it cooking, boys. Keep uh, the stuffing and the turkey away. You might want to just ease up on that. Eh? Yeah. You know, like just take just it easy. Booze. There, just booze. Nothing yeah. but booze. Right. Exactly. Take it easy there, fellas. Anyway, guys. Hey, we'll see you Sunday night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later.